0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes or so, but every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's word and thereby helping us to stay strong in our faith since faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But these short studies every day, they keep us focused on our relationship with God as well and upon our soul's salvation. Now, we encourage you all the time to share these studies with everybody you can. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. But you know people in your life who need to grow in their faith, maybe develop their faith. You, need to, you know people who need to focus on their relationship with God and upon their soul's salvation. Share these short messages with everybody you can, your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody. You may help somebody turn their life around and get to heaven. What a great blessing. But it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. Our focus in this particular line of thought and study is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is your Savior. Your Savior. We talked about how Joseph in Matthew chapter 1 as he was betrothed to Mary and she to him, but not yet legally fully married at this time, he noticed that she was expectant with child. He thought, naturally, that she had been unfaithful to him, and so his mind was to put her away, the scripture text says. And that would be basically the equivalent of divorce, even though they were not fully married at this time, but the sense would have been there. And she, he wanted to do that privately though, put her away privately, not to bring public shame and disgrace upon her openly. But the angel of God appeared to Joseph and he reassured Joseph and said, don't be afraid, take Mary to your wife, to be your wife. And the angel explained to him that the child within her is not of man, but it is of the Holy Spirit. She shall bear a child, and he shall save his people from their sins, and you shall call his name Jesus. And that very name means literally Savior. And notice that the angel also said, this child shall save his people from their sins. Jesus came to be your Savior. Now, in Luke Chapter 2, verses 8 through 11, when Mary had given birth to Jesus in Bethlehem in a manger, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, there were some shepherds in the field nearby, and an angel appeared to them in that very night and told them, Behold, in the city of David, a Savior is born. And then gave them instructions as to how they could recognize that Christ child, the Savior of mankind. We noted also that during his ministry upon this earth, I think probably early in that time, he was confronted with a woman as he waited by the well and The apostles, some of them at least, had gone on into the city to buy food. He was there by himself, and this woman came to draw water. He asked her to give him a drink. She was somewhat taken aback because she was a Samaritan woman, and the Jews did not have much to do with the Samaritans, and particularly a Jewish man would not speak to a Samaritan woman. But Jesus spoke to her. He identified himself basically as being the Savior the prophesied Messiah come to this earth, the Christ. And after some interaction between the two of them, she went back into the city and told the men of the city, come see a man who has told me all things. Could he be the Christ, the prophesied Savior? And many of them went out and saw Jesus. Many believed on him because of what she had said but as they listened to Jesus teach the gospel message of salvation through him, their Savior, many more believed. And many came to understand as they asked Jesus to stay for two days and he continued to teach. Many told the woman, now we believe, not because of what you said, but we, through his teachings, our time with him we have come to believe that he is the Savior, the Savior that was prophesied in numerous Old Testament scriptures. Jesus fulfilled them all. When the Apostle Paul wrote the Romans letter in Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, he laid out both sides of the ledger, so to speak, both ends of the spectrum. In that one verse, very short, very succinct, to the point, he said, for the wages of sin is death, But, and here's the transition so the wages of sin is death, eternal condemnation in hell, spiritual death. But then the transition but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Without the Savior, it's the death sentence. Because of the Savior, we have the opportunity for eternal life with him in heaven. Eternal life through him and in him. Jesus Christ is your Savior. Have you come to him yet as your Savior? I want us to look at Philippians chapter 2. And the Apostle Paul, in this particular text, verses 5 through 11, lays out for us just the magnitude, basically, of what Jesus did in coming into this world in physical form as God the Son, our Savior. The Apostle Paul wrote this in verse 5, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God. Christ is God the Son. Who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. And this is a difficult part of the text to really translate in a way that really completely and easily gets across the understanding of the original Greek. And so another way to understand this and translate it is, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped or held onto. In other words, he was there with God as God the Son, but he was willing to give that particular position in the throne room in heaven up to fulfill God's mission for him, God the Father's mission as the Savior of mankind, to come in physical form, bring the gospel message of salvation as the Savior. Who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. Again, the Hebrews writer talks about in Hebrews chapter two, how mankind is a little lower than the angels. Jesus came into this world as a human being, as a man. He gave up that position of equality with God in heaven in order to come and fulfill that mission from God the Father as the savior of mankind. And in that, in that identity, being made a little lower than the angels. And so, again, made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, serving God, the Father, in the mission that he had for his son to be the Savior of mankind. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Jesus knew before he ever left heaven what would happen. He would come bringing the message of salvation to mankind, and he would end up being put on the cross and crucified. And God would use that physical death... As the ultimate, perfect, one-time-for-all-time sacrifice to pay the price for the guilt of mankind's sin, all of humanity, for all time, -time one-time-for-all-time sacrifice, Hebrews 7 and verse 27, the perfect, the most pure sacrifice Jesus paid that price for you as your Savior. Coming back to Philippians chapter 2, verse 9, therefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, which means literally again Savior, every knee should bow of those in heaven, and of those on earth, and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. My, what Jesus gave up to become your Savior, he was willing to do that because of his love for you, and because of God's love for you, and he voiced that in Jesus. John chapter 3 and verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God sent Jesus as your Savior. How have you responded to Jesus, your Savior? We'll look a little bit further next time. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we come to you at this time and we praise you and give you the glory for loving us so much that you sent your Son into this world to be our Savior, not just ours, but everybody all over the world, and not just in this day and in this time, but for everybody who has ever lived and ever will live until he comes again, your love has such magnitude that it's beyond really our full comprehension father but thank you for loving us that much and please guide us and help us to make your sacrifice and his sacrifice on that cross to have full meaning for us as we come to him as our savior in full surrender and obedience being baptized into him for the remission of our sins being reborn spiritually, and made new from a spiritual perspective. Praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you, Father. And please, Father, at this time we pray, please forgive us, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.